Welcome to the Scare House Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Dutters, and today I'm again joined by Mr. Scott Simmons. Hello! And we are off location again. Yes! We don't have anything to do with the Scare House in the building anymore. We are just going to continue to travel and eat delicious waffles. That's pretty much it. The <laughs> podcast is now our plan to just travel as much as possible. So um, I think everyone knows that South Beach is a hotbed for haunted house activities. <laughs> so uh, look for some upcoming podcasts from there, from Vegas, uh, maybe, I don't know, Greek Islands. I think there's probably some haunted house. We can do a podcast there. It'll be fine. And today we're actually... Wow, where are we? What state are we in now? <laughs> I just had a moment. Because we're, we're actually in Kentucky. Yes, we are there. Yes. Um, because we've been bebopping between Kentucky and uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Yes. For the last couple days. Because uh, we, one we discovered Star Wars is at the Cincinnati Museum Center. Yes, yeah, the Star Wars costume exhibit. Fantastic. We suggest that highly. And while we're out here, the real reason we're here is to visit the Dent Schoolhouse. So we're here with a couple of our friends from Dent. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we have... Oh, as you take a drink, I'm sorry, I'm the worst. <laughs> You're oh, professional. Uh, I'm Aaron Fox, I'm the makeup manager. And I'm Bud Strauss, and I am one of the co-owners of the Dent Schoolhouse. Yes. And yeah. if you look in the archives, we've actually done a, we did a podcast with the folks from Dent uh, a few years ago, maybe several years ago, so definitely check that out. But uh, today we're with these two wacky kids, and they're two wacky dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Introduce the dogs. Oh yeah, we've got uh, Pepper Pod, who's the oldest, and then uh, Gizmo, who's literally named after because he looks like a gremlin. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but just just as a review, what can you tell us about uh, Dent? How it started and how this whole thing took off for you guys? Sure. So uh, Pepper, get off the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You hear like weird noises. That's the dogs like climbing on things here in the house. Uh, so there's two other partners, two other masterminds, uh, my dad, Chuck Strauss, and then Josh Wells. And uh, we lived here in Northern Kentucky, we were born and raised. So in Fort Thomas, uh, which is right across the ridge from Cincinnati, we were uh, really big into Halloween. And Josh's family was doing the yard haunt. And then we ended up getting into yard haunting in about 98. And it was kind of strange because I met him in high school at a school party. And it was this bromance. We were talking about, I think at the years when the distortions brought out the puke barrel. Yeah. We thought that was so cool. So as a yard hunter, you can't afford it, so you emulate it. Yeah. So we were each talking about how we were making our own puke barrel that year. <laughs> so then, uh, you know, as we left the party and we're talking about gore and awesome haunt things, we decided, this is awesome. Let's keep talking. So we started co-marketing our yard haunts in the same city. Oh, wow. Which is kind of crazy. And then our yard hunts were starting to grow so big that, uh, you know, they were shutting down our subdivisions and we weren't going just one day, we were going like two weekends, so we were wow. kind of making many haunted houses. Yeah. Um, so finally we decided, uh, pretty much right out of high school, uh, like, hey, we need to open our own business, we need to take this professionally. So we looked for years and of course as a yard hunter and not being in the industry, you know nothing. You think yeah. you know everything. It's like, great, we're going to buy this thousand square foot building it's going to be great yes there's no sprinklers and it's you know, <laughs> yeah. too small but uh through serendipity and knowing people as well uh the boy scouts were looking to get out of what is now the den schoolhouse oh wow that's um, forgotten about that yeah yeah it was a charity haunt um they had traveled from location to location they'd done it for 20 30 years it was one of the longer running haunts in the midwest but they were just kind of burnt out and we were of course eager and excited and uh, we were able to acquire what was called the haunted house at the time which i will say is a terrible name because 
we kept the name The Haunted House for one year, and I remember going to Transworld, and everyone's like, hey, you know what haunted house are you with? That's the haunted house. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, what's the name of it? And we realized right there. All right, we got to change this. Yeah. This is terrible. So that's when we found out there was this urban legend of a murderous janitor in the basement, and we started doing some more research, and then wanted to make our haunt very different from what was in the tri-state because the tri-state at the time, which is Cincinnati, Kentucky, uh, and Ohio, had haunts that were all black walls and Michael Myers mm-hmm. and Scream and all that. So we wanted to take something that was more cinematic. So we took this story, had some poetic license, and then decided that everything was going to revolve around this 1950s tragedy mm-hmm. that was up at Dent. And then that was 12 years ago. And then here we are today, uh, still talking haunt and still doing what we love. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, that's the dream for so many people and probably a lot of people listening to this podcast of going from the hobby to the yard haunt to professional business and I mean uh, Dent has been on national television it's been on all those all those lists I mean it's and that's I mean that's that's crazy in a pretty 12 years I mean that's pretty remarkable uh, a level of success to reach in a fairly short amount of time yeah it was kind of crazy too because when we changed the name the attendance actually dropped because there was a huge confusion which we kind of expected what was kind of terrifying for your second year owning a haunt. And yeah. you know, you always hear the horror stories like, you're not going to make a profit in three years, or you might not make a profit at all. So, I mean, it's it's definitely terrifying. And every year, even including these 12 years, it seems like we learn something new, or there's yeah. a new hurdle or safety concern or something that comes into it. But, you know, as long as you keep pushing through it and uh, you really, really love it, yeah, uh, I, you know you can do it, especially for yard, yard hunters wanting to get into it. I mean, it's a proven fact. You can become professional. It's just it takes a long time to do. Yeah, it. yeah, and a, and money and business plans. Yes. Oh and, my gosh! You know we've, we 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 talk about this a lot on the podcast. Of you can't nobody gets into haunted houses uh, because they're really looking forward to doing uh, spreadsheets and project <laughs> management yeah, right. and floor and that kind of stuff. But that's what it takes to give you the ability to do the, this fun job and not just in haunted houses i think all of us know creative endeavors and people who get start different acting troops or burlesque troops or what have you and they just sort of go they don't really think about the marketing and the business side because that's not the fun part yeah. and then they don't last very long <laughs> or the safety like that's yeah. one of the other things yeah. it's like you don't realize how many regulations and especially specifically to states and yeah it's, it's a lot more that goes into it than just like, let's put up some fun things and have fun. <laughs> yeah, and I think the two most expensive parts aren't the show. It's the safety and the marketing of it. That's yeah. another thing you don't realize getting into it. It's like, oh, shoot, you know, I'll throw up a sign and we'll have people show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, anymore, yeah. yeah. We all know the market's totally different. Yeah. Now, Miss Fox, yeah. how did you uh, get involved in all this wackiness? Um, I got involved with haunted houses. It was kind of crazy because I was doing photography for a while, and I ended up being the official photographer for a Midwest Hunters Convention one year. Oh, and okay. uh, we were walking around, we're like, "Man, this is so cool! Look at all these monsters! We love dressing up! Like, we should go and work for a haunted house." So we asked everybody at the convention which haunted house in Cincinnati we should try and get on with, and everybody unanimously said the Dent Schoolhouse. Cool. So uh, me and my friend at the time, we went over there and we're like, hey, we do makeup and we like to scare people. Can we scare people for you? And uh, <laughs> it worked where, out. Where'd the accent come from? <laughs> oh, that, we like to scare you? That's Aaron's flashback. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you Natural. know it's a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and uh, we've, I've been there ever since. So. 
Now, how did how did it, for for you? How did you first get involved in makeup? Was that something that? I mean, do you remember a point where you're like, oh, I want to do this? Okay. <laughs> Make I sure you tell the story you use the accent. Because... Yeah. I might lapse into it. It's just the thing. It's terrible. Um, it Really, I, you know, when I was younger, I used to be a goth kid because I liked to dress up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they, they would have theme nights or like zombie nights. And then I was like, well... I could probably put some crap on my face and make myself look like a zombie. Yeah. And it just sort of escalated. So yeah. there was never a point where I was like, I'm going to be a makeup artist. I was just like, I want my face to look cool. So yeah. here we go. And uh, yeah, and I just kept doing it more and more. And then my friends wanted me to do it. So. And then, Bud, how about you? Because you both are highly accomplished makeup artists. Mm-hmm. Before, and I'm certainly not going to skip over how you guys met and everything, but I'm just curious for you, because you're, I mean, when did that was that when you were doing the yard haunting, or when did that process Mine start for you? Mine was kind of out of necessity, mm-hmm. I guess. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Because I was a big, like, ah, oh, mask. As a yard haunter, too, and back in what, you know, the early 2000s, makeup wasn't as involved and easy, and YouTube was still in its kind of early stages, so mm-hmm. the tutorials weren't there. So our stuff was very basic. And then when I, I went, because we got to watch the uh, Boy Scouts do their thing, mm-hmm. I started watching the makeup artists, and I'm uh, I love our actors, and I'm... You know, the actors are your backbone of your show, so that was going to be my section of ownership. It's mm-hmm. like, cool, you're going to oversee all your actors and makeup. Mm-hmm. So I had to kind of learn that department, and then I realized, well, shoot, with good makeup comes awesome monsters. And yeah. uh, it was just kind of one of those things where I kind of learned it as I was there. Oh, that's great. And uh, yeah, and then it was like, all right, cool, this is kind of a thing now. So that's one thing that I know Dent and Scarehouse have in common. And I think a lot of haunted attractions have in common of you don't have the luxury or the budget to go, oh, we need really good makeup, so let's set aside all this money to hire makeup artists. You just sort of go, oh, this is a need that needs to be filled, so I guess I better figure out how to do it. And for us, I know at Scarehouse, still to this day, a lot of our um, stuff that we're doing like with Scenic Art and everything else, a lot of our core people in the team say, I don't know how to do that, but I'll find out. Yeah. And yeah. you just, and it's, it's, it's challenging, but it's also really, exciting and rewarding ultimately oh yeah well especially when you look back at like old photos even scenically mm-hmm. it's always fun to go through with josh he's like this all looks terrible <laughs> even though it, and, it's, and it looks beautiful yeah but you yeah. go back and it's like yeah i mean it looked great and then now like when you start learning those techniques and stuff it's like how yeah. can you get by with not knowing that like yeah. it's gorgeous now so now let's get back let's get into the romance how did how <laughs> did you know because <laughs> Uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm told that romance can sometimes happen within people working together at haunted attractions. How did, how did it work out for you guys? Is it a lot of alcohol? (laughs) (laughs) That is also a common theme. (laughs) Well, what we, uh, I mean, cause I worked with Aaron because I was also like kind of wrangled the makeup team Mm here or there. Uh, but there was never anything necessarily at the haunt that we were, you know, ever had advances or. Yeah, pretty much just like. Friends for like three years. Oh. <laughs> Friends yeah. and boss. I thought she was kind of a weirdo, uh, yeah. as most haunters are, in a yeah. good way. Um, but yeah, I mean, she would hang around and do extra things too with like crew and construction and whatnot. So we're always like, she's a cool chick. So we can actually probably blame what legendary haunt yeah. tour mm-hmm. when we oh. went to uh, Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. which was an awesome experience. But I wasn't going to go. Uh-huh. And then I decided last minute, I'm like, I'm going to go. So I crashed in another actor's room and I'm like I'm just gonna sleep on your floor mm-hmm. uh-huh. so I think at one night I slept in the closet too because yeah. like, this looks nice you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so we were down there just having a good time, and I think it's when we went to the dungeon, uh-huh. uh, which is Where fitting. Blooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is an awesome uh, bar down there that only opens up at like once it gets really dark. Yeah. And oh wow. Until the more like late morning. Oh wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah, we went down there, had a good time, mm-hmm. and I guess kind of realized there was something there, mm-hmm. and I remember stumbling out and seeing like. It was sunny, and they were hosing down the streets, and like there were uh, tiny grenades everywhere. Yeah, yes. that's like a big drink or whatever. So that's when we realized, uh oh, like uh, so. Then you know, what I guess it was a repeat the next night, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, pretty much. Then we started kind of going on some dates, and then it was like, all right, cool, this this might kind of work out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure at some point I was like, well, I'm too weird for you to date anyway, so this yeah. probably won't work out. So I think it's like a, a challenge. <laughs> but it kind of works out too because we both have very strange kind of working patterns yeah. um, and sometimes it doesn't work sometimes it does but since we work so much together mm-hmm. uh, we get to see each other yeah and when you work a lot sometimes your significant other doesn't like that because you're mm-hmm. not around to be yeah. like hey I'm here babe what's going on yeah <laughs> uh, so that's kind of the nice thing is we have our own time when we're working together yeah and mm-hmm. uh, we seem to be kind of on the same page Mm-hmm. artistically too so I mean she'll help me shoot dent promos and it's okay. kind of nice that I don't have to be like hey go get that angle mm-hmm. or go yeah. switch she already kind of we're kind of in sync with yeah. that stuff mm-hmm. too there was one time we were both shooting a video for a different client uh, but we ended up like we kept getting in each other's way because we went to get all the exact same <laughs> <things>. <laughs> so, yeah. it's nice when we, especially when we do the promo stuff for dent because then it's like yeah we less conversation about what it should be and more just like making it happen well just like us you guys and you say the videos like you're running your social media campaigns mm-hmm. you're creating your own content you're creating uh pre-show kind of videos if you will to set the set the story set the tone creating icon characters uh which i would imagine if it's like us it's really exciting and rewarding but also you're multitasking 12 months out of the year yeah, well, it seems like it never turns off because you'll be sitting around with your normal friends yeah. Yeah. and also to be like, I've got this idea. The yeah. clown comes busting in. Yeah. Yeah. I got great buds getting on a Halloween tangent again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah, you've always got, especially like you said, the marketing, the, the filming and all that, when you mm-hmm. do it yourself, you got to find the time to do it. Yeah. And you got to wrangle your actors to do it. And then you need time to edit and post product. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, man. Well, and then there's also the thing of, and, and, Dutters and I are in each other's heads now, and it's really disturbing. But. <laughs> what did we say yesterday? Um, shoot, well, where did we say that it was like? It was, it, yeah, I can't, re- I can't we remember. We said it at the exact same time, and it was like, did you just say what I just said? Yeah. <laughs> I like, Stop it. It's that thing of your all. There's some part of your brain like a, that's a, like a program running in the background mm-hmm. that's always looking for content, looking yeah. for uh-huh. content. And um, I think it was last week, either Thursday or Friday. You know, you were grunging, you're helping doing all the painting technique, but the same thing, you're doing something, and I'm doing this all the time, you look, and out of the corner of your eye, you go, oh, that would make an interesting shot. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you stop, you take the phone out, you put the thing, yeah. you caption, you hashtag, yeah. you do whatever, mm-hmm. you come in, and you just... Back into that space, and it's just like constantly changing hats, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's it's so weird to... Um, at one, one point, I'll be like working on merchandise stuff. At one point, you know, what do we do for the shoot? What do we do for this? You know, we're, how do I mix paint? Um, <laughs> and it's, it's 15 things going on at once all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, hold on. Sometimes I just have to stop and I feel like, like the um, on a Mac, like the spinning beach ball. Yes. Yeah. Like, wow. just, just one moment here yeah. <laughs> before I get back on track here. I think it's training your crew too because 
I've always got a camera, it seems like, because you never know yeah. when that, yeah. that shot will hit. Yeah. And anymore, luckily, they're like, oh, it's just Bubba with the camera. He's, you know, taking photos. Yeah. But in the beginning, they're like, what are you doing? Why are you always taking photos? Right. Like, yes. Content. Like, right. Backlog content. Right. Yes. Absolutely. And design and, manager, Nicole. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and have you found, well, I'm sure you guys have found, because you've also had other kinds of exposure, which we're going to talk about. That sounded sinister. The, um, <laughs> but this idea of, you know, we're always posting stuff on social media, and Dutters gets us a lot. She is now the girl from YouTubes. Yeah. You know, when the haunts yeah. open, they are recognizing Dutters and Nicole and Nino and, and me sometimes. And it's, it's just that strange thing of, oh, right, those thousands of those numbers on these YouTube videos and Facebook videos, people. those yeah. are actual people. Yeah. Like, we were talking about the Facebook Live that went up. Fairly recently, yeah. was up. It was almost three thousand views in a day. Yeah, and you just go, oh, that's good. But then I keep saying, like, imagine if we had to speak in front of a crowd of three thousand people. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, we would not stop puking. But this is like, oh, right. like yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, you become almost an extension of your brand. Yeah, yeah. that's what's happening. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, so you guys work together. You live together. Is that beneficial to you both in terms of like when you're trying to work out? like teach each other new makeup techniques and things or what's that or do you both sort of you know you both work together or are you sort of like protect hiding your work from each other or how much collaboration really goes on I think mostly we collaborate pretty much the whole time on um, whatever it is I mean we definitely have our own times where we go off and we're working on different things but you know if I'm working on a t-shirt design or something, of course I'm going to be like, all right, what about this, 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 and this, and then mm-hmm. he'll give me feedback, I'll switch it up, and if he's working on, you know, a poster or, like, a new video, then he'll be like, all right, these are the edits I made, and I'll go up and give notes and, like, things like that. So, yeah. It's very cool. And with with you, you were, you know, so you're doing the Halloween-style makeup and the cost, you know, making people uh, look creepy and weird. And then, you know, at what point did you start getting into uh, some of the body painting and body art stuff? Um, it was kind of like almost at the same time as I was like starting to really get into dent, uh, and doing more of the scary stuff was when I first saw a Wolf Brothers book. Oh yeah. <laughs> at the schoolhouse. They have like the little manuals of like top secret things. Yeah. And, uh, someone had told me there that like my style of makeup at the time was like very Wolf Brothers like. And I was like, who, what? Um, and they're like big famous body painters. Yeah. So I was like, what? That's crazy. Whatever. So I found these books and then like randomly I had a friend who was like, will you help me body paint? I'm like, yes, I love painting. Why wouldn't I do it on a naked person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Uh, so it just all kind of escalated from there. The, the, the uh, Wolf Brothers have such influence on so many haunted houses. Mm-hmm. Some haunted houses might not even realize it because, you know, they may have because they came out the Scarehouse years ago, and like there are people doing our makeup now who weren't there then, but you know they learned from somebody who learned or somebody from mm-hmm. the books and the yeah all that kind of stuff. But um, so in your case, that led to the TV show. How much of that can you yeah. talk about? I can talk about it all now. <laughs> <laughs> there was a good like six, five to six month chunk after we got done filming to when it aired, but I couldn't talk about anything, so that was terrible. So then as it was airing, I was like, this is so free to be able to talk about everything. Um, yeah, since I, ever since I started body painting, so pro- it was probably like two, maybe three years into it, um, I started going to this uh, competition in Atlanta called uh, Living Art America, mm-hmm. and it was just for a bunch of body painters, because I got to a point where I was like, well, 
I know I'm pretty good at it. Mm -hmm. And there's not many people around here in Cincinnati, you know, Northern Kentucky that are also body painters. So how can I like see if I'm actually kind of good at it? Like, so I started going to this competition and uh, they had producers there and they kind of scouted me. For the oh, show, wow. so but I still had to go through like I sent in a video and was a dumb person on camera for them, and yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they flew us out and we auditioned and then they picked me, which I was like, wow, that's cool, <laughs> weird. <Yeah. laughs> so it was really fun. I was out there for two and a half months. Oh wow! Uh, and I only got three phone calls back for five minutes. Oh yeah, and wow. then other than that, it's like being sequestered. So wow. no TV, no music, no books. You can stare at a wall, you can talk to the other people in the house, uh-huh. or you can, like, sleep. <laughs> like, yeah. I, that's pretty much it. I've heard that because, you know, I'm for we've had people in our staff who've been on Face Off or Friends of Face Off, and that's the thing, exactly what you're talking about. Because they're always shooting and they need clean audio and clean video and they mm-hmm. can't get clearances... Yeah, that that was the part that I, I remember. I can't remember which contestant it was said that, and I just thought that would be maddening. Like, yeah. No outside conversation, no music, no TV, no. Yeah, it's terrible. Because we were, it was during heavy winter. We had a bad winter in Cincinnati, and we were living together. Mm-hmm. So it was strange because I would get like one call, and it was like very brief. You didn't know it was like Big Brother was listening too, so yeah. you didn't know what you were allowed to talk right. about. So wow. it was all very vague, and I'd be like, "All right, cool, I got to go." <laughs> um, but I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about this, but I would occasionally get a Facebook message from a contestant and be like, "It was just one of those things where it was like, Aaron's safe, she's awesome, uh, <laughs> you don't know who I am every day." <laughs> and I'm like, "What's happening?" Like it was kind of terrifying. Like so, if then, you would like it to keep that way. Yeah, need three hundred dollars. Right, yeah. Mark's bills. Yeah, yeah. So I knew she was getting close just because, like, when you started thinking about it, it's like, all right, yeah. well, they're shooting one to two a day, mm-hmm. and I've gotten this amount of messages, and we're, you know, how many months in now? Yeah, Shoot. Uh, yeah. I think she's doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, from my standpoint, it was crazy because it was just dead silent. You went from yeah. talking to someone every yeah. day to where it's like. You get one phone call. <laughs> right. wow. So yeah. you were in prison. Yeah, pretty much. We got to see the inside of the CVS near our house a lot, and that was it. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is great. Look yeah, they took us to the beach once. Oh, nice. That was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Other than that, though. And then for, for people who are not familiar, how can you describe... Describe the show and what you know what the process is like. Sure, yeah. So I was on Skin Wars, which is a body paint competition show. If you haven't figured that out, yeah. Um, and basically, it's a lot like Face Off in that um, it starts out with like twelve people, and then you paint against each other until there's only three left, and then we had our finale, and then one person won, <laughs> and uh, it was very exciting. So we'd do a small challenge and a big challenge, and we'd paint in very little time. Oof. It was very stressful, but it was like super fun. Uh-huh. I got to meet the uh, Jigsaw, the guy that played him. That was really cool. Neat. That was awesome. <laughs> and, who, and remind me, I'm sorry, Kimber, who were some of the judges that were judging you? Uh, we had Alec Gillis was one that I remember a lot, oh, which wow. he's a huge FX artist, and I yeah. was like, I was like, we're so good at stuff. Um, we had Zendaya, who I didn't know at the time, but I guess she's yeah. real famous now, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca remains the host, and she was like super down to earth. And of course, RuPaul, yeah. and uh, he was amazing. He's like so nice, Aww. and like it was very surprising that he was just so nice and yeah. like very chill. You'd think yeah. he'd be like really like high energy, but he was cool. And then there was Craig Tracy, who's he? He's just a huge judge and body painter in like the mm-hmm. body paint world. So not many like. Regular people who don't body paint know him, but he's amazing. 
And uh, Robin Slonina, who works in Vegas as a body painter. Oh, She's wow. a judge, too. But, uh, yeah, there's some other people. <laughs> now, are you, are you still at a point where you get recognized for that? Or do you feel like it's... Because, I mean, now you've got that, plus the stuff you're doing on your own, mm-hmm. plus Dent, and now the new, the new thing you're starting with actual permanent body art. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I find, um, especially when I'm, like, face or body painting, like, in a public space, people are like, hang on, what are you, that girl? Did you used to have purple hair? And I'm yeah. like, yes, that was me. <laughs> awesome. Uh, if I'm not, like, face or body painting, it doesn't happen quite as much. Mm-hmm. Um, at Dent, people will sometimes be like, can I go up there? Is Erin up there? Is she up there? And I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> I'm like, but cool. I'm like, yeah. it's pretty nice. Awesome. Um well, with and, Netflix, too. Yeah, Netflix yeah. helps oh. a lot. So we saw this, like, huge surge all of a sudden of, like, oh, wow. is Erin still working at Den? Yeah. 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 Or people just binging it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Pay me 10 bucks and I'll let you know. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, really, I got way more. I feel like I'm Netflix famous more than any other famous. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, nobody watches GSN. It's yeah. Like Family Feud and then it was Skin Wars. So yeah. it was like... Yeah. That was it. But Netflix, like, everyone's like, what is this? Skin stuff? All right. I'll watch that. Sounds <laughs> like fun. Yeah. So that's really cool. Well, and do you... This is a, I Because I, we struggle with this sometimes. Like, when you're marketing dent, do you acknowledge that? I mean, do you say, like, hey, makeup, bye, or... I mean, that's a legit question. Like, how do you sure. how do you approach that? Well, Erin's uh, extremely modest and, like, almost never brings up that she was a reality show star and final three <laughs> and all this. Uh, so I, I kind of let her roll with it, too, because I, I, obviously there's a comfort level. But uh, there are occasionally things that we'll do it, like, she'll do a body paint maybe once a year for Dent or occasionally. And okay. we'll be like, oh, here's Erin Fox from Skin Wars, our makeup manager okay. who did. Yeah. Okay. So it's our way of, like, doing it but not, I guess, slapping our audience across, the, you know, our yeah. fans. Like, hey, yeah. by the way, don't forget... You know, we got a celebrity uh, yeah. artist. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of subtle. Yeah. Well, that's something that we talk about at Scarehouse because just like you, you know, we've been lucky enough to be on some of the national TV shows and all those lists and things. And, you know, we've had uh, with us some of the people who work, for, who work for us have been on Face Off. And it is that thing of you want to, it gets very tricky. With the talent, it gets tricky because you want to remind people about it. But then in our case, it becomes this whole thing of, well, why are you identifying that person but not this other person? Or the, you know, mm-hmm. So you identify that a bit. But especially with the list and the, the national media coverage, it's such a fine line because you don't want to not acknowledge it because that is what gets you more media coverage. And that's, you know, doesn't matter how much people in your own market love a thing, as soon as it gets recognized by national group you're like oh it must be really good now i gotta go mm-hmm. so you can't not address it but then if you address it too much then you set the standards and people are like i don't know how much they paid to be on that list blah, 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 blah. and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, get it you guys are so obnoxious like eh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you want to saturate but not oversaturate mm-hmm. yeah yeah i found that problem too is like you know it, it's a great problem to have but yeah, yeah. you get on a couple lists and then all of a sudden people start questioning like Oh, you're on another one. Or maybe they did have a bad experience and we weren't yeah. in the top ten, but it's like, you know, there's a lot of criteria that go into these. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, you also, as a haunt owner, you don't want to keep slapping them over the face like, hey, we're, right. we're on another one. Yeah. Like, oh, great, you know. Um, but you're proud of it, too. It's like a badge. So yeah, you got to figure out that fine line of showing off your badge and not slap them in the face with it. Well, and it becomes, uh, you know, similar to you. We're, we're, we're doing all our marketing or in PR. It 
it's such a great thing, but then it becomes a little addictive and then you start freaking out a bit because, you know, for Scarehouse's sake, we had um, a run there and especially, uh, this would have been two years ago, the overlap of the book coming out and our arrangement with Legendary, so much national coverage that year mm -hmm. that, you know, inevitably it's going to go down a bit or you're going to go back to normal levels, but you can't help but feel like, Okay, what are we going to do next? What are we going to get? Like, it's okay. You know, you guys won the lottery last year. Like, it's okay yeah. if you don't get national TV yeah. this year. That's what we had uh, BuzzFeed pick us up. Yeah. And that was huge. Like, I mean, we even looking at our analytics, it's that year was unbelievable. Yeah. You couldn't believe it. But now it's also, it was such a, a top tier where it's like, oh, shoot, what do we do? Like, mm -hmm. well, can we yeah. get that again? How do yeah. we get it? And you just got to, like you said, realize, like, that's all good. You got to, yeah. you know, things come and go. Mm -hmm. Or the, like you, you know, we produce our own videos and you're watching the analytics. And sometimes that is such a curse of you put the video up on, on YouTube and suddenly it hits a quarter million views. And you go, like, okay, how do I recreate that? Mm -hmm. What magic string of words do I need to? put together is it the thumbnail is it yeah. the time of day is it like you don't and then when you try to plan for it you're like, this is this is you know yeah <laughs> engineered designed to be the most viral video of all time nothing nothing yeah and then we're seeing with that our, our job postings right now we're mm -hmm. using the facebook job post mm -hmm. um which is phenomenal but so we put the actor one up which is your crucial one but we put the makeup one, like maybe like on a Sunday, mm -hmm. and it's gone viral, and we're getting more makeup applications than ever before. Oh, wow. It's like, no, I need my actor one. Like, yeah. Yeah. we need our actors. I only really need three people or four people. <laughs> so I'm like, I have to like let down like a bunch of other people. So yeah, you just story. yeah, it's all you never know. I wish I had the Facebook wizard one. Yeah. And it's, it's called dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're doing that too. I'm yeah. going to steal that. Yeah. The next time I'm doing a seminar, like, I have the Facebook magic wand. It's here in my wallet. Yeah. Money. Accio. Yeah. yeah. Accio results. Yeah. We're sitting at your house right now. You guys moved in, just moved in. And it's so funny when we go, like, our places, it's not, like, super horror. It's super nerd. Yeah. Like, yeah. like all of our stuff is like the nerdy things that we're really into versus like this, look at this terrifying poster I have. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you always yeah. got Batman. You know, that's <laughs> how we are. Yeah. Batman, cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, and especially since we just moved into this, it's all really random. I guess we do have my clown playing a guitar that Aaron painted over there. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Which is cool. Well, what is, um, you know, so this, this part of the country where you've got the states together like what's the haunted house community like here because you're you're very close to ohio which is known as being just thick with haunted houses but then you got like does everyone get along is it more collaborative or is it competitive or column a column b kind of a mix mm -hmm. i think it's changing cincinnati they always say is like 10 years behind mm -hmm. everything trends and um like yeah if there is zombies we'd get them 10 years later yeah like, that's mm -hmm. always the the joke um I think when we first came into the market, it was very old school. It was, uh, you know, haunts have secrets. You don't mm -hmm. talk to other guys. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone's an enemy. Um, I don't think that's as bad anymore. Um, I th we're trying to change that to where everyone collaborates, and mm -hmm. uh, especially the big guys. There's only so many anymore. Yeah. I mean, charity haunts here locally are almost a thing of the past. Yeah, mm -hmm. same so, with us. Yeah, it's just your big commercial guys and the ones that have been around for a while. So. 
um, we're kind of finding ourselves as everyone's kind of banding together, mm-hmm. at least to an extent, just for survival and to help cross-promote and market. Um, and I think even the acting world's changed, and so is social media, because in the beginning it seemed like you'd have all these haunts from ar- around your competitors coming in and being like, this haunt sucks, rated yeah. one star. So we kind of made an unwritten rule with our actors and the other haunts that I will shun my actors for putting anything negative on yours yeah. if you do the same with us. Oh, that's great. And we found that you'll still have some, Yeah. but it's now more of a trickle compared to what it was maybe five years ago. Oh. Yeah. So that's really helped. That was even if that's all we do, it was like cool. It keeps those mm-hmm. one star reviews away from mm-hmm. you know your audience. What's we're all finding that the better we do, the better they do, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Because if somebody has a great time at one show, they're going to seek out more shows. So it's just more about doing your best oh, yeah. and putting your best out there, and then everybody will win. <laughs> right. Well, and people travel. I mean, if there is a cluster of haunts. That's uh, the best thing that you could ask for because mm-hmm. it's like, cool, they'll stay the night, they'll go through a couple haunts, and then they're out. So yeah. it's kind of a win-win for everybody. We've seen that more and more in Pittsburgh. People mm-hmm. who will, like say, cluster in Pittsburgh or this part of you know Ohio and, and uh, Philadelphia in particular. Like oh, You yeah. can absolutely make your own little we haunt can. tour. Course, yeah. Yeah. So much fun. But then we don't, we as haunted house owners rarely get to visit other haunted houses when yes. they open. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, you know, I mean, it's, it's, well, I mean, we were talking before we started recording about Halloween Horror Nights and Netherworld, and, uh, you know, I have been, I would love to get back to Baton Rouge, not just because of the dungeon, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, the C. Dwayne show, but you just sort of start figuring out the math, and people will say, well, you should be able to leave your show. Like, well, I can leave the show for maybe like a night or two, but then to, like, Take a weekend off. Like we're only open 20, 24 days. Yeah. So it's it's not. I'm not really being too much of a control freak to go like, you know, if I miss two days, that's more than 10 percent of our entire mm-hmm. operating yeah. schedule. Yeah. I start to feel guilty. Like yeah. we've had to do a wedding, or you know, life happens. But mm-hmm. I'm sitting here at the wedding, and it's an open bar, and I'm like having that one drink in the corner. Like I should be a dent right now. <laughs> I should be making <laughs> monsters, and it shouldn't be that way. But I think depending on how your structure is too. You know, there are some owners that you're just, we're involved. Like, that's what we love about the industry. Is yeah. We love building our haunt and being a part of it. Yeah. Well, that for me is always this, the thing is once it's actually up and running, the fun of it, that's when it's fun. You're mm-hmm. actually getting to enjoy yeah. it and watch it and just sort of maintain. For us, people, because outsiders will say, oh, October must be your, your crazy time. Like, it's a different kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. It's August September, where there's a tremendous amount of coffee, sugar, coffee, sugar, yeah. coffee, yes. sugar. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. And then I always love the, the question or the statement. So what do you do the rest of the year? Oh, yeah, that's nothing. We just uh, yeah. we vacation. We do nothing. Yeah. Yes. And just they don't... open the doors and there's a haunt made. For yeah, us. yeah. <laughs> that's that easy. I mean, you guys probably we start we start our meetings in January, mm-hmm. and you guys are probably the same way. Yeah, we'll winterize in November, mm-hmm. and depending on the year, there are times to where Josh is already starting construction in November. Wow. Just because we're also, like most times, yeah. we don't have AC or heating, yeah. so we'd almost rather work in the winter, Yeah, because of some of the heat we're getting here now in Cincinnati, it's like, at least oh, we yeah. bundle up mm-hmm. a little bit. So And and Josh, who, who's not here, is his thing is he, as we were talking before we started recording, he loves to build. He's mm-hmm. into tinkering, and he, love, he has the, it's funny, it's, <laughs> among the haunted house community, everyone loves Dan, everyone talks about the level of detail and theming. 
but there's a special kind of awe about the shop <laughs> and the level of organization yes. and cleanliness. And like, I think it was on this recent tour, I think it was Brett Hayes or somebody who was actually taking photos and posting it and it just opened the floodgates of everyone going, it's, it's how, how, oh, yeah. how do you keep it that, yeah. It's Josh beautiful. is, uh, he's very meticulous, which is also, it translates into the scenes. That's why our scenes are so beautiful and mm-hmm. every little thing has its spot. But it's funny, too, because uh, you'll find that all of a sudden the shop will be reorganized. So you have a little st- struggle like, all right, well, where did the, you know, the scissors go? Or where? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, no, things are very clean. And, uh, you know, Josh, is, he's the true backbone of our, our set and construction crew. Um, and that is his, his true passion. And, I mean, he's literally, that's why our scenes look the way they do is because he's up there so often. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of Josh sweat. Oh, yes. On that wood. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> well... I'm, I'm assuming, but I should ask, in your case, it sound, I'm going to assume it's probably similar to me that certainly in the yard haunt days, in the early days of Dent, you were probably in there, you know, running the drills, doing the work, doing stuff, but then as the scale of everything grows and you've got marketing, promotion, and putting together the process for hiring all these actors, are you doing less of that kind of stuff? And is, you know, was there a weird period of feeling guilty of, oh, I'm not actually, you know, it's Two weeks have gone by and I haven't picked up a power tool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's still... Luckily, I can get in there every once in a while and it's like, cool, I'm going to help paint or I'll do some caulking or I'll help whatever you need. Um, but yeah, there was this weird transition to where I'm like, I'm not, I'm not building. Or now yeah. it's coming to the point of I'm not acting or yeah. I'm not yeah. getting to do makeup, which um, that was a real big struggle because yeah. the acting was the reason I got into Halloween and haunted houses. Yeah. So I still get to, as an owner, maybe play once a week if I'm lucky. Yeah. Because I make these, it seems like I make a character in a costume every year and it's like, cool, and I get to use it once. Oh, <laughs> like, oh shoot, I got my tax write-off and I got to use that <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think that was that was a struggle for us in the beginning too is because we weren't businessmen. We were haunters. We yeah. just knew we wanted to build this haunt, so we had to find our perfect marriage what Mm -hmm. what is my role Mm -hmm. as an owner and a creator here what is your role and i mean that's always evolving too but um you know once we kind of figure that out too that you know you can kind of come to terms with it and then you can kind of spearhead it but you know as a yard hunter too you do everything yeah even the market everyone does everything Mm -hmm. so but once you start taking it pro you realize oh you can't you can't do that so yeah i mean there was there was a little bit of moment where i'm like I should be doing it all. Yeah. And be like, no, you get that. I get this. Yeah. Get that. Yeah. 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 But, and for me, the transition from a little bit of getting freaked out of, oh, wait, someone else is going to do the lighting? Someone else is going to do this? To now, it's like, wait, we found someone who could do that thing? Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and how about you? Are you doing any performing or do you similarly are you more behind the scenes at this point yeah i used to act and stuff as well as do makeup and uh anymore i don't act just because i need to keep up with our production of prosthetics and you know making new things that i maybe didn't have time to get to before the season Mm -hmm. um upkeep if things get ripped or broken or whatever yeah um so it's all that kind of stuff more so now than like acting and doing whatever. I think so. you get to bribe you into like acting maybe twice a year. Yeah. It's uh-huh. like those two scary or three scary Saturdays in October where it's like, we need everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, Aaron, can you please just be cute line yeah. over right. get out there and be scary. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm always trying to like, after I see every, everyone in makeup and in their scenes and see what's happening, then I'm like, okay, well, this needs to be better. This needs to be bigger. Yeah. This needs to change. The yeah. lighting's different than it was last year. You know, I try and do tests ahead of time, but 
Well, and I'm not a makeup artist, but I would imagine there's also the process of cleaning up after the mayhem. Yeah, yeah. And if, with you guys doing so much prosthetic work, like, do we have enough prosthetics for tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of inventory and scheduling, make sure everyone's going to come in when mm-hmm. they say they are. <laughs> yeah. You know, that kind of fun stuff. So Cleaning of airbrushes. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, too, when you start trying to take it to the next level, you realize there's so much more time that's needed. Yeah. Just for mm-hmm. post and pre, and because yeah. we're really trying to take the human out of our characters, that's been my big thing. Yeah, I don't want to see human, even if it's a human character, mm-hmm. I want him rotten and nasty. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's like we can do that, but all right, we got to make three or four more prosthetics for that. We have to apply yeah, it yeah. and paint it, and yeah. we only have what twenty minutes per actor. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's like trying to figure out the fastest way to do something while also making it the most impactful yeah. for the area that it's in. Because if it's like a black room. There's no reason to spend like an hour on oh, really yeah. great makeup, which yeah. some of our makeup artists understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they have to yell at them. <laughs> well, and we have that we have that debate scenically mm-hmm. all the time, and I I think Dutters, who was doing some of the distressing and detailing when we had the first year of summoning, mm-hmm. um, we had sort of moved away from, and there was a lot of stuff going on that year, so it's understandable, but. We always would have the pattern of, okay, these are the impact scenes. These are the scenes that are going to be featured in a lot of videos and photos. And also, like, people are going to get a better look at this stuff. So let's make sure this level of detail is really good here. And in other other rooms, it's going to be kind of dark. Yeah. <laughs> and I've always pushed never to have any, any area that has just basic black walls. Mm-hmm. It can be gray walls with just some distressed paint and stuff on it. And that, but that was more a matter of just thinking as the marketing person, inevitably I'm going to have that news photographer come through that I, I will, he'll squirrel away and he'll shoot some scene. So even (laughs) if like, it was never like an ego thing, it was just a matter of let's always make sure if, even if it's just a nondescript pitch black hall, let's at least take a couple hours to, you know, do some sort of spackle technique or something on it. Mm -hmm. Some point, and I was very proud of the work we all were some point in the summoning, it became every single four foot of that place had to look incredibly cinematic, <laughs> incredibly good. And the, dis- like the same level of distressing technique we did on this one set that was really brightly lit and in all the trailers and thing was applying to everything. Mm-hmm. So I would, you know, come in on a Monday, then go and do all my other meetings and, and schmoozing and networking and come in Friday and there would be poor Dutters with the little step, 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 step like eight feet to the right of where she was on Monday. Like, yeah. Oh, this is all going wrong. <laughs> yes, we did a lot of grunting. I wasn't. My right arm was in very great shape because it was just nothing but like paint, 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 steps. I believe it. Josh had me do um, a decent amount of grunting last year and all over the place. Yeah. I did all the back, the new parts of our back attraction and like or a couple of the newer rooms. Uh, that we did last year, and I was like, wow, this is really time-consuming. <laughs> 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 Just break. Although Josh's mother, yeah. we've done this since the beginning, is we build the scenes for haunters and for photography, uh-huh. and we light them to be scary. Yeah. And that's like the yeah. biggest bummer, because you've got all this great detail, oh, yeah. but yeah. You, people want it dark. I mean, yeah. that's what's yeah. scary. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We, we get that all... Well, I mean, it's fun. It's fun in our world because we are the creators, but we're also the people who see the direct feedback because we're doing the social media mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and it's so funny to go some reviews like 
too dark, can't see anything. <laughs> Followed by, why is it so bright? Right. Yeah. Did we go to the same haunt? Like, yeah. Let's yeah. 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 There was then, no fog. There's too much fog. I'm like, what do you want, people? <laughs> right. And we do the we do a very similar thing of so much detail so we can you know light it accordingly. Mm-hmm. And then when people, we've always made it a point of scare house of everything that's ever been in a scare house trailer shot at scare house. We're not faking anything. Mm-hmm. We're not doing anything. And um, that's what's so funny when you get the reviews of. Yeah, in the, in the trailers, they make it look like like this big thing. But you go through, and they're like, those are the actual <laughs> yeah. sets. Yeah. Those are the actual actors you saw. Like, I couldn't get any more uh, representative of what the experience mm-hmm. is. Oh, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think people like nowadays just have like some crazy expectations. Also. Yeah. Like what with like just how horror movies and stuff like that are yeah. now, and like with everything. So in order to like make it the best experience it's just it's really hard to like get to everyone and get it make everyone yeah. as happy as possible because mm-hmm. yeah. they all have different expectations well and it's 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 a fun challenge but those first you know when the customers first experience dent or scarehouse or especially with us with the basement and it's mm-hmm. such a game-changing experience it's hard to re it's hard to regain that high exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. So what we try to do is we, you know we we every year that's the challenge. How do you deliver the experience that's still going to be incredibly scary and impactful for people that this is their first time and oh my god where yeah. are we going what's happening, but rewarding in a different way to people who've been there and yeah you're changing your your sets and your themes but to some level, mm-hmm. you know you there has to you have to sort of satisfy them both it's tricky but fun Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no totally yeah and i mean i think like we really try to listen to our reviews at least the ones that are legit yes and the ones that just aren't someone like "Ah, this is terrible yeah Uh, which everybody gets but we've noticed too like when you actually listen and you try to implement we've noticed like last year our biggest thing is people were uh, it's our line Mm -hmm. so we've started creating more ways in like zones to entertain people yeah and uh we've also been trying to open a little earlier and whatnot and our complaints for line were cut in half, if not by three fourths. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So yeah, I mean, if usually if there's a consistent complaint and you address it, like mm-hmm. you can actually yeah. fix it. So mm-hmm. it can be a great product. I was telling Scott in the write up that you have to look at customer complaints as a gift because mm-hmm. they could not say anything, and the same thing could be happening year after year after year, and you have no idea. Yeah. So it's just paying attention to your customers and paying attention to what they want and what they're looking for, and we do a lot with survey data. Oh yeah. To yeah. see what they're, you know, what they were looking for, if their expectations were met, what were they, you know, whether or not um, how they felt about, you know, the value of it. Sure. Which is very important too, because we want. I mean, ultimately, we're all here for the customers. So. Yeah. We contact, or at least almost every one of the reviews, whether it's positive or negative, reach out and talk to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, and wow. it's a big pain in the butt. Yeah. Um, and it can be very depressing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> depending on the night that you're, you're seeing them, but uh, it's amazing how you can really diffuse, especially yeah. if you're quick on it. Yeah. yeah. But oh, it kills so much of your time too. Like mm-hmm. you almost need that dedicated like social media manager or an owner or whoever yeah. mm-hmm. to give them that message and to like simmer them down or to find out like, oh, that was a, we didn't know that was happening. Like you said, oh, I was yeah. like, that's a real complaint. We need to fix that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that definitely helps diffuse some anger yes. on social media or Google or wherever you're yeah. at. Well, there are definitely nights when you go into this sort of secret clubhouse of Scarehouse and the three of us are on laptops <laughs> and like dad's reviewing the process, uh, you know, the numbers of tickets being scanned because that really impacts our throughput. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, mm-hmm. what's our throughput? You know, we, since so much of our audience is online ticketing, 
we can monitor, okay, here's, here's, here's a throughput, and then I'll be monitoring web traffic because web traffic, ticket sales, like those things, and then yeah, Dutters is doing real-time social feedback. Because oh, yeah. like you say, you can diffuse so many of those situations, sometimes even just by saying, you're right, that shouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Let, let's see, let, let me try to figure out what's going on. That right there, mm-hmm. but you see, not just haunted houses online, so many people who say, I have this problem, and the person responds and says, no, you don't, or oh, yeah. you should be happy for, and that's been a big thing that we've always, not always, but had a pretty firm handle on for the last few years, but I see other haunted houses where they, we always say, you know, of course you're going to get some people leaving some really rude, terrible stuff yeah. on the Facebook page. Scott and Dutters will handle it. Please yes. go yeah. jump in and defend yes. us. Please, you and I've seen on other haunted houses where some actor who feels very passionate jumps mm-hmm. in, like well, you got to understand, and they start fighting. And you know, you log on to their Facebook page and you see customers and actors name calling each other and fighting. I'm thinking, ah, that's that's terrifying. Yeah. Well, those will, I, I'll notice too, every once in a while, if you've had one of those big feuds, especially when it's not your fight, mm-hmm. I'll notice a fight will break out again from an old post. Like, oh, oh. someone just commented, and this review is like two years old. Yes. And they're like, yeah, you're right. That person was an yes. asshole. Yes. Like, no, no, no. What's going on? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. like, cool. It's not going viral. It's just, yeah. But yeah. yeah, those things still pop yes. up. Yes. It, it's amazing. People will find things from years ago. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why? Don't, please. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I'm keeping up with now. Don't bring me. <laughs> right or like or like uh, just on your personal Facebook page this happens sometimes too but suddenly some image some random image from two and a half years ago will just suddenly get a thumbs up yep. yeah how did you even find that thing? Right. what were you looking for yes. what were you someone doing some stalking some that's my stalking. favorite kind of stalking photo stalking yeah. <laughs> you gotta be careful with that like button oh yeah <laughs> or Instagram I'm like oh yeah. no I'm like <laughs> yeah. sorry sorry I don't want you to know I've gone back to you <laughs> Well, yeah. I'm sorry. I was going to say, we, we need to get over to We today. need to get over to this yeah. yeah, we need to. So, as we, as we wrap up, I'm going to let you guys, uh, can you give us a preview of what's happening mm-hmm. with uh, what's new for Dent this year? Sure. And how can people find out more about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, every year we do about at least a third changeover. Um, and this is the first year I think we've changed scenes that we built for one year. Normally, scenes oh. have about a three-year shelf mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Um, but we just... We felt that some of our scenes were better fit somewhere else, like throughout. Oh. So um, our one of the biggest, I guess it's the biggest pain in the butt for us this year, but it's going to be the coolest scene, in my opinion, is our catacombs. Oh. We are making our own molds, making our own skulls. I think we're, we'll probably, there's going to be over 4,000 and a half skulls, if not more. Mm-hmm. So all the walls are just built up like a European catacomb, um, but we are still pulling skulls. Um, wow! So, so you're not even doing them as like four by eight panels. They you're are individual. No, individual. we wanted a very realistic because we looked at vacuform and those look great, but you can tell it's usually a fake skull pressed in plastic and yeah, the groove. So you see the underbite. I mean, you see everything yeah. of these skulls, wow. but it's just taken so long. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we've got catacombs. The other thing we're adding this year are um, the clowns are coming back to Dent. Mm-hmm. They've been away for maybe five years. And you, you always get people asking, are there clowns in there? And uh, we tried clowns uh, last year for our lights out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked so phenomenal that that was our, our telltale, like, all right, this is the year yes. of the clowns. Yeah. I, I remember love you that. promoting that that way. It I went think, crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we, then we even did a touch pass that, you know, if you had a certain color on, our clowns could touch you. 
And we found people weren't getting touched enough. Like, people yeah. loved yeah. it. So yeah. we're like, all right, clowns, this is the year. You know, zombies are out, clowns are in. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're bringing back the PTA Fun Festival to Dent, which uh, has been here and gone, and now we've kind of had a new take. And actually, that's the cool thing. Erin uh, was right on the ground floor of she'll do concept art for Josh and mm-hmm. for our construction crew, and then that would, that kind of allows us to figure out new ways of, mm-hmm. of rethinking scenes. And Very cool. So, yeah, we've got tons of clowns this year. Uh, we're bringing back uh, this awesome boiler piping room that you actually get to walk through an exploded boiler. Oh, cool. And, uh, you know, it's kind of Freddy Krueger-esque, but yeah, there's a lot of burning. Um, and then we have this huge preschool toy room where the <laughs> everything's life-size. Uh, so fun. it makes you feel very tiny when walking yeah. through. So very fun. And I'm sure there's other things I'm missing, but yeah. those are the big things. And uh, if you want to keep up with us, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube. Uh, it is the Dent Schoolhouse in our main Website is frightsite.com. That's S-I-T-E.com. Very cool. What about you, Miss Fox? No, I think you hit it all. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to keep up and make great makeup for it. Where can we find you? Because you have a life outside yes, of dead. I do. What's yes, that like? barely. <laughs> <laughs> Busy, working, which is all the time. It's good stuff. Uh, you can check out my artwork and makeup and tattoos on uh, Instagram at Aaron Fox Art. And you can go to boatattoos.com if you want a tattoo. And you can go to uh, BAMFX, what's our beautyandmonsters.com, if you want to hire us for sweet makeup. <laughs> Yay, that's awesome. Boom. Mm-hmm. Boom. See? <laughs> yeah, you are very awesome. <laughs> well, thank you both so much for joining us. This was a fantastic podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the Scarehouse podcast so you get all these brand new episodes instantly to your devices. Like magic. I'm going to keep saying it. It's like magic. Yes. So eventually, maybe somebody. <laughs> And uh, future uh, for uh, if you'd like to be a guest on the uh, Scarehouse podcast, you have to compete with uh, what we have right now. Uh, these guys have two adorable dogs and cookies. Yes. <laughs> so uh, bring your A game if you yes. want to be on the Scarehouse podcast. Well, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.